as yet nobody welcomes you to the newly expanded Get This with Tony Martin and Ed Cavalli. Today, caught on film, who's been sprung Prince Harry style now? I'm looking at you, Richard uh-huh, Marsland. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Do you live in Bulgaria? Are you up for it? Find out what happened. Who's at a top weekend? What uh-huh. footy club do they play for? <laughs> and what exactly are the charges? <laughs> Man invents wings with motor. <laughs> Fantastic. And that shade cloth in space, could that work? That could work. Is a Hitler moustache necessarily a sign of evil? We tackle the big ones on this show. Snouts in meat pies. Great. Mmm, sounds delicious. <laughs> Lawrence Leung joins us at the second hour today, and guess what? He's learned to break dance. Ah. So why not spend a couple of hours with the fully informed team from Triple M's Get This? If they haven't got a Year 10 certificate, we'll look at their aptitude, work and life experience. We'll provide them with the necessary education and get them up to that sort of standard. All right, then. Thanks. That's Paul Kelly to her door. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Get This Around the Nation on Triple M with Tony Martin, Ned Cavalier, and Richard Marslin. Come and knock on our door. Come and knock on our door. We've been waiting for you. We've been waiting for you. Where the kisses are. Hers and hers and his. Please company too. Good. Yes, it's an all-nostalgia episode today because if we had some computer trouble over the weekend, Mr. Marshall. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure the nuts and bolts of it, yeah. what's been going on, but uh, nevertheless, I came in this morning. Storm clouds over Matt Dower. Oh, dear. <laughs> Working on the pots and pans. We can't play anything new on today's show. Nothing new. We can only play old stuff that's already in the computer, so does that mean that technically we're once again in the haunted studio? Zero <laughs> idea. Just like last year. Yeah. Fantastic. All right, old stuff. We can do that. Here's an old news story. That's what I'll do. Wonderful. Ah, it's a yellowing one. It's one that's been sitting around all year. You must remember this woman, the uh, Stone Age beauty. Ooh. <laughs> not hot enough? Has uh, Oldfield been on with her? Thousands and thousands of years old, but simply not hot enough? Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah, they need the Has air- Oldfield been on with her? <laughs> need the uh, airbrushes from Zoo to get at her for a bit. She's uh, been floating around for a while now. I'm sure everyone's seen her. The Stone Age woman dubbed Thea, who was reconstructed by sculptors and anthropologists using computer technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the first time the woman... Uh, of the period has been showcased. You know, you often see old, uh, you know, blokes. Yes, always. With the sort of jutting jaw yeah. and Neanderthal kind <laughs> yeah, of yeah. footy show look happening. Yeah. But uh, this is the first time they've tried to do it with a woman. And the, if you haven't seen the picture, it basically looks like that bloke Jaws from the James Bond films with the metal <laughs> teeth with a wig on. Uh, the skeleton was found uh, in the Arctic region. And, uh, oh, you can see the results of the anthropologist's or anthropologist's work in the new zoo magazine where she's Stone Age stacked. <laughs> Check out the Arctic shell. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Who does that remind? It looks like somebody, doesn't it? There's a lookalike to be had. Is it Nicolas Cage? Yeah, Nicolas Cage is going to play her in the film, I think. <laughs> oh, well, dodgy uh, piece of must then. There's a, there's a bit of Lily Tomlin in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. and also the corpse, like the dead eyes, the like, de- like a character from the Polar Express. <laughs> Hang on. The dead, <laughs> yes. the, the yeah. dead, dead eyes, yeah. Jessica Simpson style. Mm. Or Philip Ruddock style. I like it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Philip yards. Ruddock and Jessica Simpson <sighs> in a Stone Age romantic comedy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's an old idea. 
Looking for old ideas. It's a beauty. I love it when they find somebody who's been buried in the ice for thousands and thousands of years. Why? There was a great letter. In fact, Anthony Morgan, comedian Anthony Morgan, used to carry this yellowing letter to the Australian around in his wallet because he said it was the funniest letter he'd ever seen to uh, the press. And it was uh, from, you know, someone with a surname like Angry. Ah, yes. Or Disgruntled. yeah. And they'd found the bloke buried in the uh, sort of um, glacier, in the glacier, and he had a rock in his hand. And they worked out that he'd used the rock to file down his fingernails and cut his own hair. What? So someone wrote into the Australian saying, look, if a man from, from thousands and thousands of years ago, a primitive can take a bit of trouble with his appearance, why can't the louts down at my local <laughs> shopping centre get a haircut? It's <laughs> <laughs> always good with hey, There's always nutty letters to the editor. I found a great one today in a Melbourne newspaper, mm. The Herald Sun, Shirley Scanlon of Chanston. Fake name. She writes, Rudd, in funding a speedier broadband from the future fund, is pandering to the trendies at the expense <laughs> of our children. <laughs> <laughs> Pandering to the trendies, is that what that broadband's all about? Yeah. Trend- not about doing business. No, 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 no. Look, the internet, as far as I know, is just a place for trendies to swap pictures of their haircuts. Oh, yeah. Show denim that they've thought of. Uh, you know, like what will happen is Rich will buy a pair of jeans, yeah, right, and then he'll yeah. sort of take them in a bit, oh, put yeah. liquid paper all over them, right. and then he'll show them to the other trendies and try and charge 600 smackers Those for them. Trendies. You're, so, all the, you're all the same. So well, then that's all about. The, the current broadband speed isn't fast enough to get no. Rich's pants around. No, the no, world. that's the problem. That's why Rudd has had to step up. <laughs> by, the, by the time the good folks in Russia are getting a look at Rich's new jeans creation, someone's already done it over there. Mm. People you know? have moved on. How's the way we can't play anything new out of no, the computer? We can play old things, though. Oh. And do you remember in the early days of this show, even before Richard Marsden was here, when the bear was oh, still... Oh, went before oh, yeah. Rich white-handed oh. the bear. That's right. Oh. Before he laid a bear trap outside yeah. the studio. The halcyon days. He's still in that pit with the, you know, the twigs lying <laughs> over it. Rich, feed him. Trying to get him to put lotion on his skin all the time. What's that about? But, you know, you can point a finger here carefully because yep. you were meant to panel this show. I was meant to panel. Only one problem, Tone. Don't know how. No, this, that was <laughs> a bit of a setback. Yeah. It's a science. And in the very early days, you did actually try to panel, and almost yep. every segment, the breakdown announcements <laughs> would kick in. I knew that button. Do you want to reenact one of those Love to. great breakdown announcements Love from to. the very first week of Get This? Oh. You're going to need to use your shaker, though. Can you use oh, the yeah, shaker? Yeah, yeah, just just give it a go. That's it. My shaker lately. <laughs> yeah, I think I have to come in with uh, some bongos at some point. Here we go. Oh, very nice. We're currently experiencing technical difficulties on Triple M. Probably because Ed really has no f-ing idea what he's doing and completely bullshitted his way through the initial interview. I mean, it's quickly become apparent he did not mix the last three Radiohead albums. Or maybe it's just because we're broadcasting from the haunted studio. Anyway, we'll return to get this in just a moment. Oh, excuse me. Gobbo. Yeah, it's going quite well for a first week. What? Well, this is just the kind of music they'd use under a breakdown announcement. Really? Losing the under 35. Yeah, okay, mate. No, you know what you're doing. Jesus. 
We're currently experiencing technical difficulties on Triple M. St. Elmo's Fire. Fantastic. All right, that's oh. enough nostalgia. Can we play St. Elmo's Fire? We'll be back with more technical problems in just a moment on Get This. Hands open, that Snow mm. Patrol here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. We're few technical problems, but we're forging on. Doing well. What's the latest on? Halali. Anything? Wasn't it Mufti Day on the weekend? <laughs> Weren't they having a big vote? It could have been. I, I think maybe, and I, I want to tread carefully here. I don't yeah. want to get any information wrong. Of course right. not. Uh, but I think he's Mufti for another uh, three months. Oh, okay. Possibly. Really? I could be wrong. He's got an extension. Hmm. I mean, you know, a lot of people want to see Sheikh Halali go, but, you know, he's a colourful character. He's, he's a, a card. Very, he's a card. <laughs> He's a card. He is. Him and the catch-up are pushing the cause of feminism <laughs> forward each day. Get behind me, says catch-up. What about a TV movie about Shaker Oh, that's yeah, good. That's, Who's going to play the show? I don't know. What would you call Who's it? Who's going to play it? Well, you know that movie, The Wind That Shakes the Barley. Yeah. <laughs> what about The Wind of Shaker Lali? That works beautifully. <laughs> That'd work all right. Cillian Murphy got on board? Oh, let's hope so. He's <laughs> hilarious. Who could play that? Daniel yeah. McPherson would be good. Daniel McPherson, you say? He'd be good. As Shaker Lali. Yeah. Wow. It's popular, you know? It'd be good. Okay. Great dialogue to wrap your tongue around, though. Yeah, you know. yeah. You've got to get the beard right. Yeah. Oh, and I see the Hitler moustache is making a comeback. Oh, really? On the face of Robert Mugabe. Now, <laughs> have a close look. Picture of him in the Australian today. He's growing a Hitler moustache. That's not a good look when they're calling you an evil dictator in the international press. I'm not an evil dictator. What? Give me a mirror. Oh, how did that get there? It's a Chaplin moustache. There's only been four ever. Who? Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oliver Hardy. Yeah. People forget Oliver Hardy with yeah, the uh, Hitler. I know they do. Hitler... Blakey from On the Bus. Yeah. Hardy, Chaplin, Hitler, Blakey. Maybe, and now Mugabe. Maybe he's an On the Buses fan. <laughs> Could be a Blakey. He needs a... <laughs> this tyranny was due out <laughs> 10 minutes ago. He needs one of these moustaches from the Mo Festival in Germany. Oh, so Whoa. maybe that's what he's... Maybe that's what Mugabe's working on. I think uh, live from the town of Schenkenberg. Is that right? Oh. Schoenberg? Maybe he's... it's just Movember in Zimbabwe. <laughs> November comes early. <laughs> but that's, I just think if people are calling you an evil dictator, don't grow a Hitler moustache. No. Nah. That's, that's day one, I yeah, would have thought. It's all about timing in politics. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, Ed's just drawn. His eye has gone to the crazy moustaches. Yeah. It's brilliant. They are pretty good. It's the Germans. None of those men have girlfriends. Let's just get that out of the table <laughs> They've now. got fancy hats. Yeah. <laughs> sure Very, who wants a girlfriend when you've got a barber's like a... Stripy jacket and a bowler hat. My wow. guess is many of them drive vintage cars. <laughs> it's a flock of seagulls <laughs> migrating down south. This is incredible. <laughs> it is. What have you got, Mr. Mars? And you look to me like somebody who's got strip club news in front of them. Oh, indeed I do. Aha! And it's hard to move around in the news without some strip club news. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that is, I mean, this is a, a terribly sad story. And okay. Obviously not a funny story to begin with. Right. Um, Sweet. Um, it's from Moscow, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, yeah. where fire broke out in a striptease club, mm. uh, killing 10 people, okay. unfortunately. Right. Uh, broke out good. during a, a fire show. Mm. I imagine they do some twirling and, uh, well, I mean, let the imagination run wild as sure. what goes on. Yeah. We're happy to. Uh, with the fire at the strip club. But, I mean, imagine dying in a strip club. Yes. Because it's kind of an embarrassing death. Yeah, it would be. Because, you know, you, you're kind of doing, you're dying doing what you love. Yeah. But I think even worse than dying in a strip club would actually be being injured 
in a strip club because then afterwards you have to explain why you've got these That's terrible so burns true. on you yeah. That's so true. Uh, to the other half because then the punishment will be worth and worse than actual death. Well, what you'd say is that you were walking past a protest against it yeah, right? okay. and you had to run inside <laughs> yeah. and you had to grab people that were, you know, maybe in some trouble and sure. you've looked at the patrons and you've gone, they'll, they'll be all right. Yeah. I need to save the two faux nuns on stage <laughs> so they can continue their good work. That's the only excuse you could use. You know? So there was like, you know, ten people injured. I I've just got some explaining to do. You've really thought that through. You've really yeah. put yourself in that position. <laughs> I have. Hasn't <laughs> he? You've been to many strip clubs, Rich? I've been to, well, I've been to Bucks Nights. Yeah. And so, you know, that's that's part and parcel of it. Do you ever get up on stage? <laughs> what, with the uh, with the strippers? Yeah, because you know. Now and again, they pull a volunteer yeah. out. Yeah. No, Could, not me. Because that would have been claimable when you were hosting the Late Date Show with <laughs> Bissy Bardo. Been. Yeah. Every dollar you put down someone's underpants, <laughs> you can get back from Costello. <laughs> That's a tax deduction. <laughs> Why didn't I do that? Well, it's still the financial year. I can still give it a red hot go. Let's go. Yeah. All right, great. Give That's it a red out. hot go. <laughs> talking a story about a, a strip club burning the, to the ground, yeah. and you're yeah. saying we should give it a red hot go. That's <laughs> yeah, very that's, ins- yeah, that's good on you, Richard. Right. I hope you're happy, yeah, Rich. I hope just, you're happy, mate. I'm just feeling sorry for the strip club. Because. I've been enjoying these ancient breakdown announcements from the first oh, week of our show yeah, when it was yeah. nothing but breakdown announcements. <laughs> Let's have another one. Oh. We're currently experiencing technical difficulties on Triple M. Frankly, you'd think they'd have it sorted out after that cock-up the other day. I mean, honestly, it's pathetic. Still, it does give me the opportunity to lay down some pretty fancy guitar licks. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Mmm. Oh, shit, hold it up to my ear. Nah, Dobbo, mate, I'm playing guitar under the breakdown announcement. Check it out. Here. Well... Well, no, this is the kind of music they use under a... <sighs> OK, it's just coming up to a good bit, but... No, you're in charge. We're currently experiencing technical difficulties on Triple M. All right, that's enough of that. <laughs> Don't need to hear any more of that. What do you think, Shaker Lali? Believe me, it's rubbish media. R U W S H rubbish media. Oh, they can't get rid of that guy. We'll miss him. <laughs> It'll be another Beasley. I know. I know. Good for the country, bad for comedy. That's our motto. That's the romantics, what I like about you. Mm. And get this, here for another week on Triple M Around the Nation. Hey, I mentioned Kim Beasley. You did. And people love our old Kim Beasley theme. But, you know, there's not really any use for it now that Kimbo's gone AWOL. Uh, Con Franzescos is one of many people. Fake name. Who are emailing us to suggest. No, this is real. Look at this. Please reuse the Kim Beasley theme. For Al Gore. Because oh. he's turning into a big lumbering fatty. He's got a long way to go. He's full of carbon dioxide, clearly. <laughs> it's all going straight into Al Gore is, these is days. right? Is that what... Oh, gosh. It's some kind of... Um, They're going to have to bury him in the desert for thousands of years? It's a carbon trading system. Is that right? He's saying, look, yeah, I know I've got every light on in my house, but I'm sucking all of the carbon <laughs> into my own body. <laughs> oh, here he comes. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still seeing Kim Beasley. Same. Yeah. 
Well, until we find uh, another yeah, appropriate, you know, they, it's just that they've, they're, they're linked. You know, they're always linked in your mind. Mm. You know, like Cabby's getting punched in the face and footballers. I you know, know, it's so hard I to know. separate. Massive uses of drugs and footballers. It's so hard to separate drunken behaviour and, and footballers. Yeah, it, they're just linked they're just, together. They're together. You know, yeah. Carly and Jason, that old song. I don't know whether you can just take someone to see music and pass yeah, it on to somebody else. So. Get your own theme music, yeah. Al Gore. <laughs> okay, what else is going on? Oh, well, while we're talking about the environment, we didn't talk about this last week. Uh, West mm. Australian MP Dennis Jensen has come up with a great idea for global warming. Shade cloth in space. <laughs> Giant shade cloth to help maintain Earth's energy balance. Uh, the proposal follows Tourism Minister Fran Bailey's endorsement last November of an idea from scientists for floating a giant shade cloth in the ocean to protect the Great Barrier Reef. I, don't now, mean, I like the Barrier Reef idea, see, but the other one's Mr Burns-like, isn't it? <laughs> it certainly is. Didn't he do that? Didn't he block the sun in an he episode did. of The Simpsons? That's yeah. where Maggie shot him. Obviously, uh, Dennis Jensen has seen that documentary <laughs> on Channel 10 and thought that could work. <laughs> but OK, a shade cloth floating in the ocean okay. to protect the coral... Yeah, that could work. Yep. But how do you get a shade cloth in space? What's it nailed to? How do you adjust it? How, how is this? And how big would it have to be? We've talked about this before, the mirror in space okay. that we're talking yeah. about. How big would it have to be? The size of the sun yeah. is the first thing. You need yeah. a, sh- a cloth the size of the sun. Yeah. That's okay. Is this because the bloke's right. going... Have a knitting bee. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? If everyone does their bit... Oh, like a patchwork quilt. That's yeah. the thing. It's like a weekend working bee, like when you put up a pergola outside. We <laughs> had a... Get that, it done in space. Yeah. That's, a a okay. space working bee. Yeah, okay. and we can all... Everyone does like their own little patch, like a Tony Martin patch. Mm. You know, we could get something <laughs> oh, out of one of your woolen jumpers, perhaps. Yes. You know, a little bit of one of Richard's uh, band T-shirts. Some of our sponsors could get on board. This is everyone good. gets a patch. But I don't understand. So the blokes... Like going, how big's the sun? He's holding his fingers up going, look, it's like... A <laughs> two and a half inches. It's two and a half inches. It wouldn't have to be a very big cloth. That'd be quite small. Just a handkerchief would work. Yeah. And then someone's gone, mate, Dennis, distances. Dis- let me explain distances to you. Yeah, all right. Go. <laughs> well, work for the ocean one. I mean, how does that work? A shade cloth okay, so in space. You nail it to the moon. Yeah. That's the first thing. You go right. with someone with a tent peg into the moon. Yeah. Other side. Yep, then back down onto Earth. Yeah. No, no, that's not going to work. Because we're rotating. Keep no. in mind we're rotating. Into Mir. Nail to a couple of in me, at the Mir space station. Yeah. Yeah, that's like your hammock. That's like the two edges of your hammock. You make it out of patchwork that everyone everyone in the world does one square each. Wow. Welcome aboard Senator Cavalier. Yeah. And then to get it up there, this is the easy bit, to get it up there. Yeah. Shot out of a cannon. Clearly that's the answer. No. What is this obsession with shade cloths? Shade cloths. Maybe they should just. Maybe the government could just have shade cloths for everything. Put shade cloths across the detention centres. Can't see them anymore. Put a big shade cloth over Senator Sando Santoro. Look, problem sorted. Shade cloths are the answer, Australia. I don't know. Okay. All right. That's inventions out of the way. No, it's not. What have you found? Check him out. Who's this? Swiss professional has a Swiss professor. A Swiss professional pilot and inventor is, uh, oh, yeah. uh, has invented something that he is calling jet fuel-powered wings strapped to his back. Mm. Right. It's a long name. So they've dubbed it Fusion Man. Is this Check him out. This is him sailing. Look at that. 
Sailing wow. sailing through the air. That's a bloke flying with wings. Flying. And it's not a hang glider. No, and he's he I mean he killed in the Birdman rally firstly. Oh, he won were... by several kilometers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he's he's going to take it to the uh to some invention fair, but he's a he's a Swiss he's a Swiss man. He set a new downblousing record. <laughs> 300 downblouses a second. Right. It was quite amazing, but he lost. Switzerland's got talent. Uh he was runner up to Hair methane who can backdoor yodel the entire sound of music. <laughs> now, hang on, but that bloke is for real. Yeah. So, this, what is this, the future of air travel? This is it. Just piggyback on someone because it. it's going to be too expensive to run jet planes <laughs> in the future. Would that work? Yeah, this is it. You just get on, you say, Look, so I'm going to, you know, Gay Paris, and you just strap on the wings, bang, you're there. Wow, that's pretty good. Amazing. Yeah. Eves Rossi was the name you couldn't pronounce. I mean, normally it has to be a lot more complicated than that, Ed. You couldn't do Eves Rossi. Well, I must admit, Eves, when I was a kid, I thought Eves Montand was pronounced Wives Montand. <laughs> My mother made fun of me for years. Uh, I'm going to the movies, Mum. Oh, another Wives Montand feature, is it? Come on, everyone, come around. Tony's going to see Wives Montand. <laughs> yeah, if you didn't know the name of French actors in our street, you were beaten up. It's as simple as that. Hey, who's had a top weekend? Have you had a top weekend, Mr. Marsland? Jam-packed. Oh, look, we're going to do top weekend. Just give us a bit of sizzle. What can you forward promote to keep people hanging around through the ads? Live music. Yes. Quality time with family. Oh. The two together, weekend magic. That's pretty good. We will, we put a shade cloth up, up over our. Uh, no, we did. But there was a uh, there was a barbecue at my house, and they put a tarpaulin yeah. over the uh, over the backyard. And right. then we, we've got an electronic spit at my uh, at my house. Wow! So we put the lamb shanks on the end. Delicious lamb, Rich. Uh, and it was my job to make the fire go. Wow! I didn't do very well because it, it was the barbecue was at seven thirty. At ten thirty, people were putting bits of lamb in the toaster to try and get it to cook. You were our new science minister in this country. Right? And then it was too smoky, so we had to take the shake cloth off. And then it poured down with rain, so we put it back on. And then I think that people got smoke inhalation. Party over. Wow! Does that leave anything for top weekend? Hey. How about that? That's great. That sizzle. Get this. Early morning stunts. Brought to you by Kylie Strong, who's following Tony's advice and using the four-second delay between analogue and digital TV to fleece her family by betting on Bert's family feud. <laughs> Good on you, Kyle. Oh, should we have changed her name? It's Get This. It's heard everywhere on Triple M. Mm. And Ed Cavalier's here. Richard Marsden's here. I'm Tony Martin. And we've had, uh, well, a few requests for that thing we played last year, the Jack Johnson song. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We've played that a few times. Yeah. I think it's sort of out of date now. I can't remember most of the films that Can it's we put talk- uh, The World's Fastest Indian got to run? Wolf <laughs> Creek got to run? So there are sequels of these movies coming out. <laughs> yeah. But we can't put it on the podcast because of uh, music oh, copyright yeah. issues. Uh, can we put on the Ethernet? What is the Ethernet? See what I call the Ethernet. <laughs> oh, okay. The same, yeah. There is actually an Ethernet. Oh, there is there? Is, yeah, yeah, I think so. How are the uh, videos on that one? <laughs> know what I'm saying? All oh, right. Yeah. We'll be getting to that in the next hour. We have got a new podcast up today, oh. Podcast 68. Who's in it? I'm just looking at the track listing. Ass Magnet. Oh, yes. <laughs> Vampires in Urinals. Uh, oh, the memories. Yeah. Senior Gimps. I'm not sure what that is. It's a bit of Ethel Chop. A bit of, oh, Tony Wilson blowing the lid off the radio rating system. Yeah. That is great listening. That's on there. 40 minutes of free cheese. Great. On the internet now. <laughs> 
Uh, getting straight to music, and here's a treat for us, Ed. Richard Marsden is going to do his Missy Higgins impression today. I've heard it's really good. Yeah, I think it takes some preparation. It's progress. In order to, uh, you have to drop a sandbag on your own uh, nads, I think. Well, sort of occupational thing. health yeah. and stuff. Give it a go. might have do something it. to say. Oh, me plums! <laughs> He's ready to go. Just give us some guitar if you could, Ed. <laughs> Two, three, four. Here we go, you Ready for the wind-up, Richard. Here he comes. Thank you, Richard Marsland. The beautiful impression of Missy Higgins there with Steer. And uh, it's get this, around the nation on Triple M, computer problems today. We can only play things from last year. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We've gone back to a previous version of the program that Mm -hmm. uh, we all subscribe to. So let's get up. Talkback Mountain. Six is that? <laughs> so nostalgic. <laughs> Certainly is. Look, today it's a simple one. Who's had a top weekend? Did you have one, Richard Marsland? Yeah, certainly did. My little sister came over from interstate. Yes. Uh, Bonnie, she's 17 years of age, and I haven't seen her for ages. So right, right. So much fun, and we went to see. First time you've met her. <laughs> yeah, it was good to good to touch base. Uh, and He's we, laughing, but that's that used to happen in our family, didn't it, Tony? Yeah, yeah, pretty much every day in yeah, my family. Yeah. Our family actually know each other. Oh, wow. what, what was that be like? It was weird. Does actually, everyone going have through the same high school surname and stuff. If you all got the same surname, yeah, wow, wow. and yeah. you all live in the same house at some point, I'm imagining. Yeah, well, wow. I, I was the odd one out in high school because my parents hadn't divorced. It kind of feels oh. strange. You're a freak, yeah. Buddy. Come on, Rich. So what did you do? <laughs> we went to the Weird Al Yankovic concert. Got the touch, Richard Marsland. Uh, that was the second Weird Al Yankovic concert I've been to, and um, how can I describe the crowd? The Babylon Five chat rooms were probably a little quiet <laughs> on the weekend because you don't know who Weird Al Yankovic fans are. You know, for the no. four years downtime between albums, and then suddenly they pop up wearing Ghostbusters T-shirts and oh, yeah. talking about DOS programs. Yeah. And uh, th- there was an interesting. Uh, incident because uh, there was a, a support act um, of stand-up comedy and then uh, there was an hour because uh, Weird Al Yankovic had some technical problems unfortunately no, wow. and it's a whole multimedia show and when he announced that there was technical problems and we could be a while before we come on there was a rush for the exit doors as a lot of people called their mums to tell them that it's a different time to be picked up now. <laughs> <laughs> the concert's going a little later than expected. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, but it was a great show. Uh, he opens with the poker medley. Uh, Lots of sketches in between. Costume changes. Accordion oh, solos. Yeah. That, does he burn an accordion on stage like he sometimes does? He doesn't, unfortunately. But he right. does do uh, a version of... Um, you're, Be- uh, You're Beautiful by James Blunt. Yeah, the You're Pitiful one. You're Pitiful, which wasn't actually put on the album. No. Before. So um, that's an extra bonus for fans. Great bonus. And uh, for the first time ever, certainly that I've seen, he performed, okay, we're getting into nerd country here, but he has a 12-minute song called Albuquerque, yes. which is really amazing, and he performed that as a finale. So wow. that was special. Of course, everyone's looking at me weird now, but it was a great... Uh, no, 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 no. The touch, no, no, I can no. out-nerd you. Here's okay. what we did yeah. for our big weekend. You know, it was sunny outside. Yeah, very nice weekend. Beautiful weather. So we stayed inside and watched Series 3 of The Wire. HBO's The Wire. It is a sensational show. Yeah. If you've seen The Sopranos and you've seen Deadwood and going, what's the next one of them? The next one is The Wire. It's brilliant. I'm only out to Series 2. So. It's so good. Channel 9 played it after midnight and didn't tell anyone was on. Even journalists didn't even uh, flag uh. it. Week after week, but it was brilliant. Because mm. the second one was set sort of old uh, Irish-American country. Uh, Dockland. Dockland. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Where's this one? Oh, this is back on the streets, buddy. Great. The, the real mean estate. streets. The towers. 
Towns. Yeah, the Towers. Projects. Yeah. The Cabrizza. I don't want to give anything away, but that bloke with the bow tie from the first series comes back. <laughs> the uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Cabrizza guy. guy. Yeah, if you don't know what we're talking about, get the wire. <laughs> you can rent them. You don't have to buy the whole series. Yeah. And it's one of those shows that doesn't make any concessions if you miss an episode. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. not like 24 where the first 10 minutes of dialogue will be, Bang. if we don't defuse this bomb, you realise what's going to happen. Yes, I know. We've been saying it every week. Well, well we haven't got any time, no. but I'm going to have to explain it to you yet again. You just sit there. <laughs> what did you do? Surely you went outside. <sighs> not really, Surely boys. someone no, in no. this room was outside on no, the weekend. I went to Coles. Wow, what is happening there? <laughs> so, oh. Did they have one of those spillages and they had to put up the rubber sign? No, they didn't. Though, the oh, little, that makes a, life exciting. It does. And you try and wait for someone to fall before the sign goes up. Uh, I went to Coles and I have to get out of there really quickly because mm. on the weekends it's just endless, endless mid to late 20s couples mm. having long, awful discussions about which brand of whatever boring product it is they should buy. <laughs> And I had to get out of there because I was like, if this, if this ever turns, if if I'm ever standing there, Damn. you know, with, with a girlfriend saying, well, Omo does smell like eucalyptus, mm-hmm. but I find that cuddly, you know, really brings out. Jeez, man! Were they filming a commercial? No, it's just this is what people do. This is this is what you you guys were missing out on. Mm. People standing in front of the cereal aisles, complaining mm. that Sustain used to have more nuts in it. Yeah. I, I love it grocery death. shopping. It, I had a celebration on the weekend, actually, grocery shopping. What do you For mean? the first time ever, I got my card through the right way the first time when I was doing it. Congratulations. Every time I do it... You that's about, you know, every time I do it, I have to give it about 30 goes. It's yeah. about 17 combinations. There's in. no time for discussions at the Sorry. supermarket. You just, my wife goes oh. and buys all the boring things. I go to the chocolate biscuits aisle. Yes. And then we meet at the queue and start reading the new weekly for free. <laughs> That's basically what it's all about. You have got it down to a science, Tony. Yeah. You, sh- you should run courses. And yeah. do you ever do that thing where you wander... You know, with your significant other, wander slightly aimlessly through the pasta sauces, saying things like, "Well, the olives I like, but we did enjoy the basil one last time, didn't we? <laughs> didn't we? We did enjoy the basil one last time. Oh yeah. dear, Grey's Anatomy's on in four hours. We better get home." <laughs> no, no, we don't have that discussion. Oh. It's basically standing in the aisle, uh, gasping in horror at the Hollywood plastic surgery <laughs> disasters. That's what you're leading to at the supermarket. That's what I'm looking for. Reading the mags for free. That's what I'm looking for. That's what it's about. Did you have a top weekend? Remember, it's get this. So anything could qualify. One triple three five three. That's Jet Rollover DJ here at Triple M. The program is Get This and Mr. Marzel, you found a riff, have you? It sounds a bit similar to that. I'm probably not the first one to say this, but oh, yeah. uh, that song does sound like this. By uh, Backman Turner Overdrive, oh, taking care of business. BCO. Yes. The song well, of Homer Simpson. Rich. Yeah, love so much. Oh, look. <laughs> well spotted, Rich. BTO with TCB <laughs> on Triple M. Hey, who else has been taking care of business on the weekend? Ah, <laughs> uh, hello, Mike. How are you? Uh, hello, I'm pretty good. How are you guys? Good. good. What'd you do? I uh, stayed up like all night on Saturday night because I discovered Babylon 5. Babylon 5. How many eps did you get through? Uh, about six or seven, because I started six. at midnight. Yeah, right. Well, that's, uh, yeah, that's more than me. Mm. I got through about five hours of The Wire, but six or seven of Babylon 5 tops that. Good on you. And uh, big night, was it? A lot of people around? Big uh, party around Babylon 5 or by yourself? Uh, no, it was a one-man quest. Good yeah. stuff. In costume, just <laughs> on your own, sitting on the couch in costume? Uh, no, just sitting in my room, just... Watching it on tiny little television. Good well, idea. If, if you're not dressed up, I don't think you're taking it seriously. <laughs> Thank you very much, Mike. Have we got another Mike? Uh, well, we did. Uh, hello there. <laughs> Lawrence is first. Hi, Lawrence. How are you? How you doing? 
happened? Wow. Not bad, Lawrence. What happened? Boys, guess what? On the weekend, uh, I'm close to my partner and uh, I've got the touch, y'all. Oh, yeah. are you got engaged? I think you drove under a bridge at the key moment, yeah. but what you're telling us is you're engaged. I got engaged, yeah. Oh, how'd you Lovely. pull that one off? Uh, everything that went wrong, uh, my whole proposal was a DVD and um, I was going to sit it down, uh, we'd, we'd come home from dinner and on the DVD I'd made a short preview to be um, after all the, you know, you know, on the DVD you've got all those previews at the yeah. start? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put one in, on the third one in and uh, I made it, it was spectacular and then when I put it in the DVD player to watch... My DVD player wasn't compatible with what I actually oh, made it on Movie Maker. No. Oh, so did computer. you? So you had to go through the horrible drudgery of proposing in person. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hold on a second, just one sec, and then uh, yeah. So it went, it went all wrong, but at the end of the day, she said yes. That's fantastic. That's great news. Would you like Richard to play the Charlene Five Thousand uh, <laughs> at, at the at the service? Yeah. Do you need a, a bad synthesizer and drum machine combo? <laughs> I need some Toto, that's for sure. Oh, wow. <laughs> Toto are probably available. Stick around. Um, hey, just tell us what was on the DVD. What would she have seen if it had worked? Yeah. Oh, okay. So the story would have went, um, uh, the greatest love story ever told. Right. A, a, a poor Filipino boy. And then at the end it said, Mr. and Mrs. Lawrence Abella, coming soon, 2008. Oh, that that's, would have been brilliant. That's romantic and nerdy. Congrats, firstly, congratulations on getting a girlfriend uh, <laughs> and knowing how to put together a DVD. So hold on to her. Good work, Lawrence. Thanks, man. No worries. That's uh, right. So you're doing a movie trailer <laughs> in lieu of actually proposing. Brilliant. Fantastic. Brilliant. Who's going next? Hi, Mick. How are you? Hey guys, how are you this morning? Excellent. What happened? I just wanted to let you know I got dealt the savage blow of uh, ironic sledgehammer treatment on Friday night. Yeah, what happened? In the middle of a middle of a, a drought, I went to an outdoor movie with the four kids. We got rained out. There you it is. Got the yeah. <laughs> so you've gone along to uh, the Moonlight Cinema. Mm. We've gone to a onto a gig in the outer suburbs of, uh, of Melbourne in the middle of a sports yeah. field, mm. and literally the screen. Blew away. Oh. <laughs> but were people cheering because it was finally rain? Uh, no, I think no. they were pretty, pretty wet and annoyed. Mm. Uh, and what? So what film was it? Uh, Monster House. Oh, oh Monster, yeah. House. Monster House. That's all right, isn't it, Monster House? Oh, you don't know. know. You couldn't tell. <laughs> Sorry. Us. Rubbing it in, Tone. Well, well I, I saw was the trailer for uh, Lawrence. For Lawrence. <laughs> well, a sorry came. story for Mick, but I think what we've learned there is movies are best watched indoors. There we go. <laughs> Frank, how are you? Frank? Are you there, Frank? Yes, I am. Oh, yeah. good on you. What did you do on the weekend? Um, believe it or not, after all the hype earlier, I got to see uh, Boys Town. Oh. You got the touch! Now, I'm hoping you're referring to Boy Town. Boy Town, yeah. Because I think you'll find Boys Town is quite a different cinematic <laughs> yeah. experience. I got all confused with all the different names of the band in the opening sequence. Oh, uh, did you? Yeah, I can't remember what happened. Mm. Yeah. How are the extras on the DVD? Uh, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Um, there are a couple of surprise actors in there I didn't know were there. <laughs> oh, is it, were Tony Martin sporting the uh, the best wig ever, that kind of feel? Yeah, well, I was surprised you didn't have the ponytail on. Ah, switch. Yeah. Sporting a switch. And how would you describe uh, Ed Cavalier's work in that film? Now, was he in it? Yeah, he was one of the two video director guys. Ah, yeah. Oh, probably on the. Face. He's got. He's, he's, he's got a great voice for radio. Ah, oh, that's very kind. Thank and you Rick, very much. Wait a second. Isn't Richard Marsden visible briefly in one of those scenes? Yeah. 
he's in the uh, studio when they're uh, rec- when they're mixing yeah. the single. Yeah, it's yeah. it's one of those performances you really need a freeze frame control <laughs> to appreciate <laughs> to really yes. get the full. Uh, f- hey, you know, Tony, f- yeah. Can you solve an answer for me? Yeah. <laughs> Who sings uh, "Seasons in the Sun"? Oh, the original version or yeah. the one in the film? Yes, no, the original. Oh, I couldn't tell you who sings that. Who sings? Yeah, I don't know. So is that just not the birds or something like that? No, is it? That's like, a, an appallingly wrong answer. Like I'm a singer songwriter, I think he's just one guy, isn't he? Graham, is someone? Tal Buckman. I don't think it's Graham. Five for fighting, <laughs> bowling for soup. <laughs> we Am I will to say the uh, the finish really surprised me. Yes. Uh, well, no. Well, hang on. We'll leave that as some sizzle. But yeah. uh, thank you for the call, Frank. It, it is a surprise inning. We will get on to Lee Simon with that season. Yeah. <laughs> the sun has, you'll know. <laughs> hey, Shane, how are you? Oh, not bad, and you? Good, mate. Uh, really good. What did you do? Well, I had a pretty interesting weekend, actually. I, I, I woke up on Saturday and decided to go down to Kmart and check out the uh, to price a uh, drink bottle rack for my push bike. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I didn't buy it. I, I just oh, so you just, you just went in, you, all you did was go to Kmart and have a look at something? That, that was my mission, yeah. Just, wow. You got the time. <laughs> You know, I mean, you don't want to... The thing is, Shane, you don't want to commit to these things. You probably need a long weekend to actually end up buying something, hey? I spent all Sunday just deciding whether I really wanted it or not. And? Well, I have, still haven't worked it out yet. <laughs> until next weekend, until next Saturday. Yeah. Make- well, it's just a series of top weekends for this bloke. <laughs> well, give us a call back if you make a decision, Shane. The, uh, the- I'll let you know what I've decided to do. Please do. We will need an update. I think we've got time for one more. It was Terry Jacks who sang Seasons ah, of the Sun. Thank it wasn't you, Vinny. Birds, I am an thank idiot. You very much. Hello, James. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, mate. What would you do? I went to a concert on Friday night. Yeah, who was it? Howard Jones. Oh, you oh, got it. Oh, wow. Fantastic. Howard Jones. Now, whereabouts was he performing? Uh, South Sydney Leagues Club. And Beautiful. what did he do? Uh, a medley of his greatest hit. A medley <laughs> of his greatest hit. <laughs> is this Howard on the line now? Uh, now, how did he full synth, full synth regalia? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Pirate yeah. pants. Pirate pants. Yeah. Uh, he did have the pirate pants on, yeah, and the uh, the spiked up hair, uh, which was receding rather. Oh no! And was his was his mum and dad selling the merch out the front? Well, actually, I think they were sitting beside me. Is that right? I think. How, well, how did you know? Very old people beside me, and uh, they were. Similarly dressed. Oh, in the r- new romantic gear. That's exactly. a good look. I love to see old new romantics. <laughs> and, uh, and James, what a good concert? You enjoyed yourself? Uh, I think my wife enjoyed it more than I did. Ah. Well, okay. <laughs> we're we're behind any synth pop. Yeah, we're massively behind any synth pop. Did he crack onto your wife at all? Oh no, we were sitting up in the bleachers, unfortunately. Ah. Wow, bleachers. There was, there was a few trying. <laughs> okay. Well, we still hope to achieve our dream of getting uh, Howard Jones and Nick Kershaw on this program at the same time. Oh, one yeah. in each speaker. Ooh. You vote at home which one you want to listen Brilliant. to. I'll go with Hojo. Good ideas coming, and plenty more coming up in the remainder of this hour, <laughs> including Lawrence Lung. Get this. This time it's personal. Brought to you by Mark Weinstone, who went to a music store on the weekend, studied several Keith Urban CDs, and still can't name one of his songs. Do what I want because I can, if I don't because I want to. Good afternoon, everybody. Be ignored by the step and the board because I'm gonna. It's the second hour of Get This, I think you'll find on Triple M around the nation. And please, some more fake applause for Lawrence Lung. He's back. Thank you. Hello. We haven't seen you since the disastrous and ill-fated uh, table tennis tournament here on this program. Yes, I was hanging my head in shame. I've been actually practicing uh, yeah. a bit of ping pong in the backyard. Uh, 
against the tree. Uh, <laughs> the tree's winning. It's all right. The tree is good. Why are you rolling your eyes here, Kimberly? Because it was a, not a disaster. It was one of the greatest successes we've ever had. Yeah. Speak yeah. for yourself. There was, there, was there, not, there was a tournament. There, yeah. was, there was a tournament, and that, where I come from, is a success. Yeah, the fact it went to air. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, wasn't the result, though, that everyone beat you? <laughs> After like six months of I you had, saying you were going to kick right. everyone's ass, I had the bad bat, right? I didn't get to practice because we had to do the show. I had to stand up the end near the filing cabinet so I couldn't get a proper swing. <laughs> the lighting was in my eyes. Excuses. You know, look, I, I think I had tendonitis. It's <laughs> a great list. And you're playing against the Australian champion, I believe. <sighs> One of these days. He'll get his. Don't worry. Obviously, just not taking enough drugs. I don't know much about oh, sports, yeah. but it seems that the key is drugs. Would you confirm that, Lawrence? Drugs and ping pong is rife. Horse chaff. <laughs> They're all on the horse chaff. All of them. <laughs> all right, let's horse up, and we'll be back with more in a moment. I'll get this. Why not? That's the police around the nation on Triple M. Every breath you take here at Get This, and please, some more of that applause for Lawrence Leung. He's back this year, first time on the show. Thank you. Lawrence, your new show for the Melbourne International Comedy Festival and possibly touring afterwards, if assuming you haven't injured yourself, is called (laughs) Lawrence Leung. Uh, learns to break dance. Is it a fancy name or is it true? Uh, yes, I am actually learning to break dance. I've uh, I've got a, a book from the eighties called Advanced Learn to Break Dance by a crew of two guys in like matching purple tracksuits, <laughs> and they're called Break Force. And they I think they're from Adelaide. Wow, back in the eighties, and uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm copying moves out of that book. Right, because Ed uh, Cavalli actually took a break dancing class last year. Oh, one, really? One class. One can class. you can you throw it down? Yeah, I can I can flip it out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but can you? Oh, I hope not. <laughs> no, can you throw it down? Really? Can you actually break dance? No. You're too big. I went to one. I, I kicked only one person in the head by accident, and then <laughs> I thought this is probably to, to demonstrate in the office and kick someone in the head two offices yeah. away. <laughs> oh my god! They had it coming. Too large. But how do you go by learning in a book? Uh, pretty badly, actually. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have gone along to a, a breakdancing class, a, a few different classes, uh, you know, try to try to improve my style because I'm pretty bad at this. How'd you go? And uh, I'm, I'm woeful. Put it this way, um, it was a beginner's class and even the 14-year-old kids were so much better than I, uh-huh. I was. And I, I did that thing where, you know, when you're in a class and there's like mirrors everywhere yeah. and you're meant to... I think you're meant to look at yourself in the mirror to yeah. see what you're actually doing, but yeah. I, I can't help it. I have to look at the instructor, so I'm copying what he's doing. And then, but I'm reversed to everyone else. Oh. So everyone else is just watching me in the mirror, thinking, "Why is he doing everything backwards?" <laughs> because I'm a spaz. Isn't that good though? <laughs> Aren't you like breaking down barriers and building them back up from the remains? <laughs> oh, I'm holding up a mirror to society. This is what I'm saying to breakdancing society. <laughs> yeah. When you say you're looking at the instructor, yeah, do you mean you're looking at the like ubiquitous? Hot chicks that show up at breakdancing classes. Uh, uh, well, the, 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 some of the people learning it are yeah, quite it's hot. Yeah, 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 it's okay. great for that. Oh, Sully yeah. signing up again. <laughs> no, because it's like people say oh, a lot of desperate uh, men, in particular, mm. go and join salsa dancing classes yeah. to try mm. and meet women. It's never going to work. Breakdancing. That that's right? where it's at. Yeah. And, and breakdancing, when I was a kid, uh, the movie that came out, people always think Electric Boogaloo. Oh. But no, before that, there was Beat, Beat Street. Street. Yeah. Yes. I think it all started with Beat Street. Oh, yeah. The original. Of course. Yeah. Uh, and the best. A great song by Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. They did the soundtrack yeah. to Beat Street. Of course. What happened to the uh, the Breakforce crew? Where are they now? Uh, I don't know. I think they're probably washing cars somewhere. Oh. Yes, I don't know. With with their tracksuits, I yeah. apparently, yeah. <laughs> I now, it's not just a whole show about breakdancing, despite this spectacular poster with you uh, with a broken arm on the front. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. Uh, 
basically, learning the breakdowns is the uh, end result of this little project I have to try to outcool my older brother. All right, uh, right. Some would say it's a lifelong long project. Who's He's, winning? Uh, Dennis, by about 30 years. Is he a DJ? No, he, he plays bass in a band. Oh. Yes, a rock band. He's got you there. Yeah, right. he, he's very cool, and you know, I'm just a guy who does stand up, or what my brother refers to as, you know, therapy sessions on stage. <laughs> <laughs> my brother's really cool, so we had this bit of a bet going because um, he he's basically at his thirtieth birthday. He told me, Lawrence, you know what, you're never going to be cool, and I said, oh, I can be cool. So I decided to write a show about it, which is probably the most uncool thing possibly <laughs> to do about it. You know, lots of multimedia. You know. <laughs> This will win him over. PowerPoint presentations. Well, let's find out what the keys to being cool are for the first time ever. Next on Get This. That's <laughs> Silverchair, straight lines from the new album, Young Modern, and we've got Lawrence Loon with us here on the panel. How old are you, Lawrence? Uh, I'm in my uh, late mid 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 to late twenties. Uh, oh, yes. mid to late twenties. So you're <laughs> just outside of the bracket of uh, people who can hear that high pitched noise. Do you know what we're talking about? Yeah, yeah. I, I I've done that before. It's like a sound test. Yeah, have you? Yeah, yeah. But do you find you can't hear it now? Um, I don't know. Let's test it out. Right. Well, we don't have that sound because what oh. they're doing in England is they're playing this sound outside shops that mm-hmm. only people under twenty five can hear, so it pushes them mm. away. Mm. And then in some places to drive. Uh, Old people away there. Are they playing this sound? <laughs> Which can only be heard by people over 60, I think. I don't know. I can't really hear much. But I can what just hear it. It's starting to register. What are you playing? I can't hear a thing. <laughs> but what were you saying? You and your brother did something with that sound? Yeah, well, um, they, they used to... They think that my, my parents used to think my brother was um, deaf because when he was a baby, he didn't cry very much. So oh. they had to test him out with these high-pitched sounds and things. Right. And did uh, they get him to cry? <laughs> Maybe they played some Nickelback. Who knows? Uh, yeah, do we've not had a single Nickelback song. They're off the playlist, bro. They're yeah. poised. They're they're building towards something new. I'm guessing, and Hinder are just filling their spot. Until the keeping it album. warm, yeah. keeping it warm. And okay, this is your brother. Maybe your brother was just being really cool at that early age. Oh yeah, he wasn't a crybaby. Believe me, he's <laughs> being disaffected. Your new show, Lawrence Learn, learns to breakdance, uh, to be seen at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, and then possibly on tour, uh, is an examination of coolness, is it not? That's correct. Uh, yeah, because I'm trying to outcool my brother, and I've worked out four factors that make him cooler than me. He. Uh, He's he's a musician, of course. So yeah, that's why. Already, he's he's beating me there. Uh, he looks cooler than me, so his fashion is cooler. All right. So yeah. I'm be talking about fashion, and uh, he he's he's more of a ladies' man. Yeah. So you know, I bought that book, The Game. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I've read that. Neil Strauss. I'm sure you have read that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is it working for you? Oh, you betcha. Uh, yeah, I, I read Actually, it. Ed, you said an interesting thing to me. Oh, no. Last year on the show. Off air? Ed got the book, and he goes, hey, I'm going to read this, and then we can talk about it on air. Oh, yeah. And then I said, well, you've read the book, and we talk about it on air? And he goes, oh, let's not talk about it yet. <laughs> I'm going, what does that mean? <laughs> I think that means Ed's using the pickup technique. It no, means he, he doesn't want to blow it on air. First, he wants to try it out nah, first. It doesn't mean he wants to try it out first. You've got millions of guys now walking up to women, never met them before, doing magic doing tricks. Doing magic tricks. <laughs> magic tricks. And I, have, you seen, have you seen it happen yet? Yeah, I, I have. In bars, it's just it, oh, little foam balls as far, you know, as far as the eye could see. Have you seen this pre-coital conjuring going on <laughs> in nightclubs, Lawrence? Is it working? Well, the thing is, I'm really upset because, you know, I was a 14-year-old with a magic set. I can, you know, do a car trick in my time, but now I can't because people think that I'm going to try to pick them exactly. up. Exactly. <laughs> 
But you really, fair. you just want to show them the trick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pick a card. What? Don't leave. No. <laughs> Ace yeah. of spades. It so bad. magic tricks are the secret to coolness now. Mm. Who <laughs> <laughs> would have thought? <laughs> Mr. Marsden, what attempts have you been making to be cooler? I mean, when you were a kid, were you considered cool? I mean, I know you had the dreadlocks at one point, didn't you? Uh, the... No, I didn't have dreadlocks. I had long hair. That's, oh, a, that's yeah. about as far as it went. Like, I mean, it went down to almost my hips, and it was massive. Who was it inspired by? Um, I don't know. Who I think are you I trying got, to look like? What's annoying is that my sister got married while I had long hair, and oh. I should have just got a cut because now there's... About seven photos doing the rounds of me <laughs> in a ponytail. I hope our website includes the rounds. Mm. No, you're not seeing me in a ponytail. Hello, ladies. It's the most hideous look. It's the only time I ever put my Did you have a scrunchie? Ponytail. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Did you have a scrunchie? It's painful. It's a painful memory. How did you keep it up? I should have just got a cut. Um, how did I keep my... Like, well, how did you keep no, the ponytail just a, up? Just a rubber band. And yeah. Then, and then at the reception, I thought it was time to rock out, and I let the hair dangle free. Oh. <laughs> So a rubber band is you dressing up for a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. uh, did you ever look like John Bon Jovi? What was that? Was that the mullet? That was beyond mullet, really, it's wasn't it? So many hairstyles. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. we've had a lot of requests to play uh, the uncensored version of Have a Nice Day by Bon Jovi. Have you heard that, Lawrence? No, I haven't. I'm, I'm about to, I'm sure. You probably are used to the short version. Here's the uncut version on Triple M. <laughs> Decided, ice isn't it? When the world gets in my face, I say, Have a nice have day. A nice day. Okay, all right, we'll do it your way. Uh, pick it up when the world gets in my face. I say, Have a nice day.
1.5 meter lolly Whoa. snake. What do you mean, man? Lolly snake. Lolly snake. 1.5 meters from the 7-Eleven. He's like next to the cash register. Okay. All right. We'll do it your way. Here we go. Have a nice day. That sounded great to me. Word. Okay, it's got to be a take, guys. Yeah. Where's he going? This is the whole last go, chorus. Don't worry, don't worry. Have to do the chorus. I'll get him back. Watch this. Here we go. Oh, shit, there's more. <gasps> I got it. Have a nice day. Ah, thank you very much, Bon Jovi. Mm. Uncut here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. Lawrence Leung is with us. His new show, Lawrence Leung, Learns to Break Dance, is coming to the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. But let's talk about uh, caught on film. Have you ever been caught on film in any context, uh, Lawrence? I wouldn't say caught on film. I, I made a video when I was about 10, and uh, this was the day before Jackass and YouTube. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, my uh, best friend uh, <laughs> locked me in a suitcase. yeah. And he filmed me being thrown down the stairs. Fantastic. Good footage. That set off the cameras. And, you know, when you watched it back, was it all worth it? <laughs> yes. It's, I, if I could wow. find it, I will put it up on YouTube. It's no, 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 no. Make yourself some real money. Funniest home videos. Yeah. yeah. Boing. Damn. Yes. <laughs> you know, going away, Mum. Like, going away present, Mum. Or something, you know, it'll <laughs> yeah, be along yeah. those lines. I love how you say, in the pre Jackass and YouTube era. That's like the silent cinema era. Remember, days, isn't it? remember those days? Remembers it. But we bring this up because, of course, uh, Princes William and Harry have been caught on uh, film in two separate drunken incidents over the weekend. And good to see the paparazzi living up to their promise to uh, hmm. to respect yeah. the privacy of the late uh, Princess of Diana's children, the late Princess Diana, who, wow. of course, they murdered. Oh, no. <laughs> if you remember, they murdered her. Oh, my goodness. And now they're going after the kids. Yeah, but did. I I haven't seen the footage. Uh, is it disturbing footage or is it just uh, posh English people pissed again? It's just a fall. It's just a slight fall outside of a, a nightclub and then it's, you know, all of a sudden it's the What's biggest... What's disturbing about it? That the biggest rant ever? Getting, a, getting on with a woman he's not related to. Yeah, that's true. That's what I don't like <laughs> about just it. just wrong. While wearing a Nazi armband. Yeah, <laughs> So we're saying, have you been caught on film? I'm trying to think most of my caught on films are now sadly on YouTube. 
I think even the footage where I played Vanetta Fields in <laughs> a mock John Farnham video. Inexcusable. There's, All I can say is it was an earlier time. It was an earlier time in Australia's history, the 1980s. We were watching uh, the olden days on YouTube the other day. Yeah, that's... Tone. Mm-hmm. And you said there was a joke there that cost you personally... 3000 bucks. I think I can tell the story now, but there was an actress who was in the original series Rush who's uh, now passed away. Her name is Olivia Hammett. And, uh, yeah, we did this thing called The Olden Days, and we were halfway through doing it, and she called up to say that it was disgusting and it was, uh, you know, a sacrilege on, on all the actors who were in it, and she wanted to be cut out of it. And I'd already written the next episode. And she was in it. And because she was the only woman in Rush, she was in like every scene. So it was almost impossible to cut around her. And I'd written this, and it's a joke, which if, sorry to go way back into history, but if you remember the olden days, there's a bit where Governor Frontbottom does a chicken impression (laughs) because he's insane. Yeah. And I really liked that joke. (laughs) And they said, you've got to cut that scene out. And I said, oh, offer some cash. Let's see just how principled she is. So Michael Hirsch called up yeah. Olivia Hammett and said, I know you've got all these high and mighty principles about acting, yeah. but how much would we have to pay you just to play that one joke? And she said three grand. Wow. So I wrote her a cheque of my own money for $3,000 just so that joke could go to ear. So that is a $3,000 chicken, <laughs> chicken joke. joke. Wow. <laughs> I'm assuming that I'm allowed to tell that now. But for years I was told, no, don't say that. Don't say uh. that. But anyway. Sorry to all the relatives of Olivia Hammett. It's a good joke. I apologise, but it was a very good chicken joke. Great joke. Maybe not three grand's worth, maybe two grand, maybe. (laughs) But that's on YouTube, so that's caught on film. Have you been caught on film, Ed Cavalier? Not me, uh, unfortunately, but how about this guy? A Connecticut man has landed in hot water after police say he hid a tiny camera in a shampoo bottle to watch two of his female roommates as they took showers. Right? Wow. Touche. I've heard of um, two-in-one conditioner and shampoo, but not with camera. Three-in-one. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So you look at this. A male roommate wondering why the shampoo wasn't moved for some time and why the sound guy was so rough with the loofah uh, found found wires protruding from the back of the bottle and he tried to remove it. He called the police. The young man in his defense said it was a breakthrough for down showering everywhere and they should let him go. Down showering. He's been busted. So he's busted. He has been busted. This is Look at this. He's been charged. He said he's 25 years old. Uh, he said he placed the camera there to record the women showering, and he made a compilation video of one of them showering and changing clothes. Jeez. Yeah, why would you admit to that? <laughs> he's really happy with it. Yeah. Check the editing. I've done a really good job on this. But in his defense, he's a water saver. That's so yes. true. He wasn't true. being a wally. No way. With water. No. Uh, but what about you, Ed Cavalier? Caught on film. Come on. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess. Oh, no, not the really. The mouse can't. costume, the giant. Oh, the mouse costume. Yeah, the giant mouse costume, Lawrence, that I submitted to home video last year. Yeah. Mm. Probably the best video they've ever seen. They refused to play it. It was too hot to handle. You too know, hot to handle. It was too I know. They're not ready for the revolution it's going to incite, so they didn't play it. It'll have to be on Funniest After Dark. I had to, oh, yeah. Well, we're trying to get Naughtiest Home Videos back on. Yeah, Lawrence. we have been trying Doug Mulray. Yeah. Doug Mulray. Yeah, oh. dust it off. It would look tame now. Yeah, and Packer can't pull it off. Yeah, he exactly. pull off air because he's not around anymore. There you go. No, someone else would have to call up and say, get that effing S off the screen now. Actually, now I remember it. I had a friend who will remain David Reisman nameless in high school, <laughs> and when we at someone's 20, we're at another 21st, and uh, he was, we were saying, listen, did you get on with this girl, blah, blah, blah. He's like, no, no, I'd never do that because some other bloke liked her. And then in the back, 
JFK kind of, you know, tuft of smoke from the uh, the grassy knoll yes, style. Yes. There's just a, a footage of people walking past with the cake and going the other way into the bathroom. One D Reisman with the girl. Busted. Wow. wow. That is Busted. evidence. Do you yep. think Richard Marson could top these stories? Yes. Caught on film, Mr. Marson? Well, uh, my very first uh, performance ever um, in a primary school production of Happy Talk from the uh, musical South Pacific. I still yeah. talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I played a role where I had to come on and kiss this girl. Oh, and, yeah. And at the end, sort of, you know, join in a bit of the dance and singing. Mm-hmm. Which uh, you're doing now, impressively, I, <laughs> yes. And I think I was about six years old, mm-hmm. and the ending had me on hand and knee, sort of Al Jolson style. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. wow. Mammy. Big finish. And the girl comes and, and sits on my lap and it's sort of a romantic sort of ending you know kids you know really very cute uh, but I, my, I'd miss my mark and I'd come forward a bit too far so the curtain actually closed behind us <laughs> and we're holding this position <laughs> like and crazy. then the awkward shuffle off stage yeah and then we had to try and find the you know the, the join in the curtains <laughs> but we were standing there with our hands outstretched like thinking geez the audience are going off they're loving it for about 20 seconds so All right, Richard Marsden has been uh, caught doing an Al Jolson on stage. (laughs) Ed Cavalier is dressed up as a giant mouse. I've Mm. done an an offensive impression of Vanetta Fields. It can't be denied. And Lawrence Leung has thrown himself down a staircase in a suitcase. (laughs) (laughs) Have you been caught on film, listeners? One triple three five three. Call now. Get this. Really, a disaster waiting to happen. Everybody's turned a blind eye to it tried to duck, shove, pretend it's not happening. All that does is allow the pressure to build up and build up and build up. And when that happens, something's got to give. Brought to you by Jen, the student, who's been so distracted by the show in the last week, she's having to hand in four essays she's downloaded illegally off the internet. Good luck, Jen, you future senator. Let's get this around the nation on Triple M. I think you know that by now. Lawrence Leung is uh, sitting in with us as we ask, who's been caught on film, Ed Cavalier? Hello, David. How are you? Thank you. Thank you. Oh, have a nice oh. day. Have a nice day. Hi, David. He's requesting a song. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, David's got another radio show he's just signing Sorry. off from. Are you all right, Dave? You with us? Yeah, I am. Ah, good to Sorry. hear. That's okay, <laughs> man. Just ordered me lunch. <laughs> <laughs> what are you having, buddy? Um, yeah, I was uh, hopped in a uh, wheelie bin and uh, went down a hill and we got it all on film. Great yes. stuff. And, and then we went one extra jump too far and I turned myself into a human split pin. A what? I, I almost turned myself into a human split pin, but it uh, worked out all right and I'm still walking around. A, a human what? Split pin. Oh, split pin. <laughs> Sorry, oh. You, you're talking to nerds, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and is this footage already on uh, YouTube? No, no, I've got it on video, but I was going to send it in the funny same video. Yes, so good idea, <laughs> David. I, I wasn't up for any cake mix, that's all. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey <laughs> David, I reckon definitely send it in, right? Yeah. But just be prepared. If it's too edgy, if it's too oh, if, if it's too amazing, they're not going to play it. <laughs> oh! There's a certain amount of bitterness in the studio here. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> David, here's an idea. If you are thinking of sending it in, don't tell everyone about it every day oh. for a week on a national radio show oh. before it's... Okay. No, no, I don't have that luxury. Okay. <laughs> if you really want to get something shown, you have to have all the staple things that they always have in those uh, funniest home videos, like someone getting hit in the balls. Hit in the balls. That's what you need. Children and yeah. cats jumping on your face. Oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> yeah, if uh, you could maybe throw a few cats into the wheelie bin with you, 
It was enough. It was enough danger as it was. How, really how steep was the hill, David? What are we talking? Oh, uh, about a one in six gradient. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, like, okay, you... sorry, sorry to you guys. Yeah. Sorry. Did uh, you measure it with a protractor? Are you a surveyor or something? <laughs> what do you do for a job? <laughs> I'm a parts interpreter. No, the, the height the height was probably about a uh, good ten meters high. Good and hill. The drop and the drop was uh, quite a sharp drop. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> as, as drops off hills with wheelie bins go, it was fairly sharp. Yeah. 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 <laughs> latest figures suggest that over fifteen percent of the bandwidth on our internet system is used for wheelie bin races. <laughs> <laughs> so join the crowd while you can. Uh, thanks, David. Thank you, David. We have a lot more people waiting to go. Yes. Caught on film next on Get This. You thirsty Merc, there simply isn't time for all those good reasons. It's get this around the nation on Triple M, and we're saying, with the assistance of Lawrence Leung, have you been caught on film? Who's going next, Ed? Hi, Peter. Hey, how you doing? Really good, sir. What happened? Uh, uh, when I was about 12 years old, I actually uh, did school to go watch Hudson Hawk. And <laughs> oh. well, no, that's not the funny bit. Um, when, when I got to the cinema, uh, Agro's Cartoon Connection were doing a box pop. And so I hit on it and I was on TV for the next like four weeks. And my parents didn't really like it. That is fantastic. Were they more disappointed you'd gone to see Hudson Hawk or that you were out of school? <laughs> um, I think the out of school bit. Uh, uh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's so sort I'm of. Sorry, I'm, uh, sorry, I'm I'm actually putting together a bad film night in Melbourne. I'd really oh. love meat pie if it's possible. Peter, come on, meat bro. Pie. It'll be up for AFIs. It'll probably be at Khan when that's on. Uh, Lawrence, uh, do you know what we're talking about here? Meat pie. Uh, probably go to the next caller. I reckon no, it's a new Australian film coming out this year, starring Ed Cavalier. Uh, let's go to Tim. Uh, how are you? Thanks, Peter. Hi, Tim. How are you? Good, Ed. How you going, mate? Uh, well, you know, I hope you're good. What's going on, man? What happened? Uh, a couple of years ago, uh, my mate held a party, and um, his parents had a very expensive bottle of bourbon. It was like 100 years old. It was like an heirloom or something. Yeah. And my other mate uh, drunk it. Totally denied it until we had yes until the day after we had video footage of him with a big grin just sculling it away. <laughs> what did he say then? Uh, well, in his defence, he said, "Well, if you play the tape backwards, it looks like I'm spinning backwards." <laughs> and I can't remember having it anyway. And, and did he say it tasted awful? Uh, no, no, he did quite enjoy it. But then again, he could have drunk anything and said it would have tasted fantastic. That's <laughs> wonderful. Hundred year old. There was karmic justice in it because. Um, just recently, there was a uh, bus that went through a shop front at Marrickville. Yes. Yeah, that was his house and his workplace. So everything got destroyed, and my way just went, yep, sweet. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> We're even. That's a That's been wow. sorted out. I've heard of when a butterfly flaps its wings, there's a tsunami, but not when you drink 100-year-old whiskey, there's a truck coming through your house. So his house was wiped out by a truck. Happy ending. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Who's going next? Charlie, how are you? How's it going, fellas? Whoa, good, thanks, bro. What happened? Hey, I was at Torquay Beach one day. And was chasing my niece and um, not my, not my niece, my wife's niece, and I was grabbing her bum. And Channel 10 News happened to be there on a live broadcast of the weather. <laughs> and I wasn't, my wife wasn't very happy when I got home. Her father, which is my brother in law, he wasn't very happy when I got home. Is I, that I right? Home with a black eye. So you were caught behind, <laughs> is it Mike Larkin when they crossed him doing the weather? 
long before Dave, Mark Larkin, I think it was someone else. So oh, back in the Monty days. days. Dave Rammer, oh, I forget, but anyway, I was caught on TV. Wow. Wow. Well, I mean, the big question <laughs> is, what, what are what? you doing? Nah, well, yeah. She's would, my wife's niece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What no are you suggesting, Richard? Don't no <laughs> worry, well, Richard Mars <laughs> will be standing out the station. He'll fight you for it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> sort that out. And we'll get that on film, and that'll be on YouTube tomorrow. <laughs> Hi, Paul, how are you? I'm very well. How are you, Ed? Oh, great, mate. What happened? Mate, uh, New Year's Eve 2003, and uh, we set up a video camera um, <laughs> above the TV, which we had karaoke running through. Yes. And during the course of the night, all sorts of things happened, including um, my now wife mm-hmm. performing fellatio on me, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Easy. Great way to ring in the new year. <laughs> Play it every year. We do now. Everyone comes round. Oh my god! What song was it? Were you playing? What were you singing when that was going on? Um, well, no, when that was going on, I wasn't singing anything. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't follow the bouncing ball when she's doing that. How am I supposed to take this seriously? And uh, oh and it, I was singing. Um, don't blame it on the moonlight. <laughs> now tell me, uh, when you when did you first replay the video? Was there uh, was sort of like a in like a censorship period, or did you get everyone back around to have a look at the video uncensored? Is that how you no, discovered? No, 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 no. Dave and I knew what was going to be on there, so we, we had a look had a look at it all. And you then, and Dave. Uh, well, you know what? I'm glad Dave was involved <laughs> because if he wasn't, I was going to be very upset. Uh, <laughs> and you and you're saying you're now wife. He wasn't performing for last year, mate. It's not no. how Dave tells it. <laughs> uh, thanks, thanks. A romantic story, if ever we've heard <laughs> oh, one on this show. God. Thank you, Paul. Oh, how lovely. I've sung a bit of karaoke in my time. <laughs> Never. But, uh, uh, but not yet hitched. No. And pants uh, on. Oh, well. All right. Uh, what a wonderful selection of stories. <laughs> we'll be back in a moment. I'll get this. That's New Order. There's a love triangle here. Get this time to go, Lawrence Lung. Thanks for sitting in for the whole hour. Thank you. Your show, Lawrence Lung, learns to break dance. When does it open? It opens next Wednesday the 4th at Trades Hall. Mm. That's in Melbourne. Uh, yes. In Carlton and Melbourne, part of the festival, possibly coming to your town soon mm. and i should mention the get this podcast that's going up today number 68 oh. do you or do you not do your own podcast yeah i do with a couple of friends of mine uh, andrew mcclellan and courtney hocking it's called nonstopical.com and it's very much like this except we're in a, a living room on couches and our microphones have tea towels on them to stop it popping fantastic <laughs> and that is just on itunes yes that's correct and this right. was a show that was on radio and then got axed yep and you thought bugger it let's just keep doing let's, it as a podcast yeah let's just keep talking right. fantastic. <laughs> never Good stop well thanks for coming in thanks to everybody who called up today and i think uh, our key phrase today was courtesy one of our callers my now wife performing fellatio on me <laughs> you go it's a familiar story here at Get This. We'll be back tomorrow with Dave Graney. Yes. Yes. And it's all thanks to as yet nobody.